What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to another show, and thank you for joining me. In today's episode, I'm talking about progressive overload, the key to building muscle, the key for making progress, building strength, creating just a new you, right? A a new you that's stronger, better, more muscular, and in better shape in general. It is a workout Wednesday, so I'm talking about fitness, I'm talking about training, my first love, training. Thank you for joining me for another show, and thank you for all the support of the podcast. If you like the show, please go review it on iTunes. That would mean a lot and really help the show grow. Subscriptions are awesome, too, if you want the episodes downloaded regularly. They're short. That's kind of my thing, short episodes, 15 to 30-minute episodes, diving into a certain topic, educating uh, without all the fluff, so just trying to, to give you guys actionable, clear advice that you can take into your own training, your own lifestyle, your own nutrition, your own mindset, and making sure you live a fit, free lifestyle, because that's what I am all about. Today's show is brought to you by you, the listeners, and brought to you by Instagram. Um, Stoltz Fit, to be exact. If you have not go, went and followed me yet on Instagram, check out Stoltz Fit, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. It's my page pretty much just dedicated to the podcast, and and I do all my podcast stuff on there. I document my daily life a little bit through Insta Story and try to post regularly, trying to get better at that, as I talked about on Monday, with my scheduling and with trying to stick to said schedule. Thanks for joining me for another show. Let's get down to it. Uh, This is the two best ways to get stronger, the two best ways to build muscle, talking all about progressive overload. Let's hit it. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Workout Wednesday. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, back with another show. It is a Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday. Might as well play a little sound clip again. Uh, it is the day I talk about fitness, I talk about training. Today, talking about getting stronger. Now, why should you worry about getting stronger? In my opinion, strength is the most important aspect to develop. There is a direct correlation uh, between longevity of life and leg strength. For example, just trying to show you how important strength can be. And it's, it's the thing that we, that we have to develop, right? So what I mean by that is as kids, we are very, very conditioned, right? We're, very, we're in very good shape, which is primarily because of our little bodies, but we are in good shape and we are, we are very lean, right? <laughs> when we start out as young children. So losing fat and getting in great shape is something that's pretty natural to us. It's something that, that comes actually pretty quick. The problem that people experience with having trouble losing fat is that it took a long time for them to build the fat and they want to lose it in six weeks, right? If you spend 25 years gaining a little bit of fat every year and then you want to lose it in six weeks, it's it's hard to do that for a reason. That's because it is such a short time period, uh, which is just the way it is. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that on Friday probably. Uh, but 
strength is one of those things that we that we aren't necessarily born with and we aren't necessarily aren't necessarily it's not necessarily one of our traits i guess you could say is being an incredibly strong animal right i mean you can think of things like gorillas or cattle or uh, ants i don't know right um these these animals are built for strength. Their survival depends on strength. Ours does not necessarily. Our survival depends on more our intellectual, right? As far as like in the past is concerned, and even now, right? And um, strength doesn't necessarily come naturally. So it's something that we really need to work on. And I think I, I think that strength training and building a good base of strength and building some good muscle is so important for everybody. It should not be ignored no matter what your goal is, right? If you are just wanting to get in better shape, if you're training for a, a hike, a marathon, a Spartan race, if you're if you're training for a powerlifting meet, bodybuilding, CrossFit, whatever your thing is, right? Whatever it is, even if you just want to be able to play with your dog without getting tired, no matter what it is, strength is going to help you. And the simple the simple equation is basically just relative strength. So you can you can just think about if you're able to, let's use the squat as an example, uh, just because it's an easy one. If you're able to squat your body weight, right, you're going to be able to move your body at a certain speed with a certain effort. If you're able to squat twice your body weight, you're going to be able to move with much less effort, right, to move your body with much less effort. Now, I'm not saying that every movement is going to be squat-based, but I am saying that you're going to have that strength to move your body through space, and you're going to have that strength to move external forces through, through space. That's an important thing to develop, and it's an, important thing. it's an important thing that actually translates outside of the gym as well, as I've talked about before in the show, right? The discipline it takes to build strength, the patience, the intelligence, the just the the day in day out grind is something that translates beautifully into everyday life. That's not what today's show is specifically about. Today's show is about how to build that strength, right? It's such an important aspect and it's not easy. I tell people all the time that technically losing fat is easy. Once you get the hang of it, it's not the hard part. It's the building the muscle that's the hard part. And by hard, I don't mean mentally, I mean time-wise, right? It's hard to stick it out because fat loss, I mean, it's possible that you can lose 10 years worth of fat in three months, which is just crazy because your body responds beautifully to just straight math, right? To be able to eat less than, than, than you're burning. So your intake is lower than your expenditure. And it comes down to that. Every diet is going to come down to that. Every Every different way that you succeed in your diet journey is going to come down to that. And no matter what your strategy is, if you fast, if you do keto, if you avoid carbs, if you avoid fat, if you eat eight times the day with small grazing meals, whatever your strategy, it's most likely coming down to creating a calorie deficit and it's most likely just playing with the math that your body responds to. It's easy and it takes a very short time. Like I said, you can lose 10 years worth of fat in only a few months. And that's, that's crazy if you think about it, right? However, muscle takes a long time to build. You cannot build 10 years worth of muscle in three months. You can build three months worth of muscle in three months if you program well and you get stronger, you know, and you focus on that strength. Um, you can't take shortcuts Whereas in fat loss, you actually can kind of take shortcuts, right? If you need to lose some extra fat, all you got to do is eat a little bit less. But if you want to gain extra strength, eating more doesn't work. Training more doesn't work. You can only go so fast. And 
that's why strength training and muscle gain is actually a little bit harder because it's a long process. It's a process that takes time, effort, energy, patience, and a lot of smart programming. My key to muscle growth, my key to strength training is progressive overload, which basically just means getting better over time. And this principle applies to anything, right? If you're, if you're running, if you're running a marathon, progressive overload would be pushing yourself to 21 miles when you did 20 last week. If you're strength training, progressive overload could be adding five pounds to the bar this week when you did five pounds less last week. It, it all comes down to the progressive overload getting better over time. And it's small increments, right? You are just getting a little bit better every week or every day and focusing on that improvement. And over time, all that improvement is going to compound, right? It's not going to be an instant thing. It's not going to be just a couple months. It's not going to be just a few weeks. It's not even going to be a couple years for most of you. It's going to take a lot of time of little tiny wins over the course of time, right? Your squat isn't going to go from 135 pounds to 405 pounds in a few months. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take a lot of small increases of two and a half pounds, five pounds, 10 pounds, small increases built up over time are going to equal big increases, right? And it's as simple as that, but it's a concept that we often overlook and we don't really realize the importance. We don't go into our strength training, into the gym with the sole intention of progressive overload. A lot of times we focus on getting a good pump, getting a good sweat, getting a challenge, right? Maybe feeling a muscle. Instead, we should be focusing on the actual progressive overload. Just like we focus on tracking our food, just like we focus on the calorie numbers that we're intaking, that we're burning, we need to focus on the numbers that we are putting up in the gym. And I say in every single coaching program that I write, when I write a workout program, I always say in the workout notes, if you've got a workout program from me in the past, uh, you, you know this, and it's it's triplefpodcast.com uh, slash products you can check out for that. If you've gotten one, you know that one whole workout note, no matter who you are, this workout note is, is, is included that, um, that progressive overload is the key. And that could mean a lot of different things. Here's the key is it's not just adding weight to the bar. Progressive overload is getting better from workout to workout or from week to week or from month to month or from phase to phase, right? So that could look like five pounds on the bar. That could look like 20 pounds on the bar that could look like one pound on the bar as long as you're getting better. It could also look like a shorter rest period, right? And if you're used to resting two minutes, maybe you rest 90 seconds. If you're used to resting a minute, maybe you rest for 30 seconds and really challenge yourself. Or it could also mean more reps or better reps, right? Not just more. If you can do eight right now and maybe you can do 10 the next workout, that's progressive overload, but it's not just the number, it's the quality as well, right? If you can do if you can do five bench press reps with the bar bouncing off your chest a little bit at the bottom, maybe next week you try to make two or three of those very strict with a pause at the bottom, right? Until you can do the five reps with perfect form with a pause at the bottom. You have gotten stronger, you've gotten better, you've challenged yourself with progressive overload in a sense because you're making yourself perform better and challenging your strength levels, challenging your control and challenging the rep quality that you're doing. It's such an important concept that should not be overlooked. And I have two specific ways 
that a lot of my programs come down to when when focusing on progressive overload. There are two methods for increasing strength that work every time, no matter who you are. If you're advanced, if you're a beginner, these will work every time. Now, just keep in mind that there are many ways to, to overload progressively, and there are many variations um, as far as your experience level is concerned. So if you're advanced, expect a lot slower progress. If you're a beginner, expect much faster. You can kind of gauge these different methods depending on your experience level. So if you're kind of a new weightlifter, you might be able to go a little faster than what I'm talking about in the show. If you're advanced, maybe you dial it back and do this every other week instead of every week, right? But let's get down to the two ways that you can use progressive overload, the two ways to build muscle, the two ways to gain a lot of strength. Strategy number one for progressive overload and for building insane strength is going to be micro increases, okay? And this is probably my favorite way. This is the way that that I use myself, right? This is the Jordan way in training. Uh, and, and it requires maybe putting together some equipment or purchasing a little bit of equipment, but you need some kind of fractional plate, right? And in gyms, we have 2.5. This is as low as we get down um, and you... Well, let me back up, okay? Let me explain the concept and then explain how you might need to purchase the equipment. So you have in the gym 45s, 35s, 25s, 10s, 5s, and 2.5s, right? Just the simple plates that you have. And it's the basic concept of just adding a little bit of weight every workout, right? If you do a 45, a 10, and a 5 this week, maybe next week you add a two and a half on top of the five. And then the next week you do a 10 instead of the five and you're just increasing by five pounds every workout, right? And this works for a while. This works for beginners. This works um, for the big lifts, especially. So if a beginner is learning how to squat or deadlift, they're going to be able to add like five, 10 pounds every week. And that will level off eventually. And you'll have to go down to for sure five pounds, right? Where you're adding the five, but then maybe even a little bit farther. And that's where the equipment comes in that I'm talking about. So you might need to purchase or make some fractional plates. And I actually did this myself. I made my own fractional plates. Um, When I lived on my family's farm, I created my own. And all I did was I got some chain that was lying around, some spare chain. And I had a fish scale where you can hang things on just like you would weigh a fish by hanging its mouth on the fish scale. Um, I hung some chain on there until it was 1.25 pounds. 1.25 pounds of of uh, chain and then I would take that section of chain and I zip tied the two ends together. With the two ends zip tied together, it essentially made a plate, right? Just a little circle, a little donut that I could just slide right onto the bar um, and I made two of these. So instead of increasing with a two and a half on each side, which equals a five pound increase, I use these 1.25 pound weights, which creates a 2.5 pound increase and I did that every single time I did a lift. Right, and it got me very strong. I was able to increase like my incline bench press or normal bench press or um, even some other exercises like overhead press. Increase it in weight every week, which is actually a very hard thing to do once you get past that beginner level. And eventually, increasing by five pounds is way too much, especially in exercises like the standing shoulder press, where five pounds feels like a big increase. So instead, you increase by just a little bit. And you can even go smaller than that if you wanted to, if you're very advanced. Go 0.75 pounds per, per chain, right? Just a little 
just a little tiny increase. And they sell fractional plates. If you just search for on Amazon or on Google, they sell fractional plates where they're just 1.25 pounds. Another thing that works is going to your local hardware store and just buying a big washer with a big hole in it, like a two inch hole in the washer. And as long as it weighs the right amount, that'll be a smaller increase. You go the 1.25s, then the next workout, you add the 2.5s, then you add the 2.5s and the 1.25s, and then the fives. So you're taking a lot more time to increase your strength, but you're building that strength nonetheless, and you're adding weight over time. It's just like I talked about at the beginning, small increases built up over time is the key. And that's method number one is adding weight, even if it's just a pound every workout. Method number two, strategy for strength gain, is going to be the double progression model. And this is the one that I typically use in all my coaching programs and all the workouts I write. This is the easiest for people to gauge themselves, right? Not everybody has fractional plates. Not everybody is handy enough to make them. And not everybody necessarily wants to add weight all the time. And a lot of people are going to do exercises with implements where they can't necessarily add weight right? Not everything's a barbell lift. So if you're doing dumbbell work, you're using machines, you're using kettlebells, you're using body weight. What are you going to do when you want to progressive overload that? Well, the other method besides from just adding weight is to add reps, right? Those are the kind of the two main ways. You can also decrease rest and improve rep quality. That's perfectly fine. But the two main ways are going to be to add weight and increase the reps, right? So if you're adding weight or increasing reps, each one is only going to go a certain a certain distance in achieving your results, right? Each one is only going to go a certain distance. You can add weight, but if you're only able to do a lot of weight with three reps, you know, you eventually have to build up to be able to do that with 10 reps, build some more endurance, the other factors besides just raw strength. If you're adding reps, you can't just add reps and reps and reps without adding weight because you're eventually just going to be training endurance and not strength at all, right? If you do pull-ups and you can do eight pull-ups right now, if you build up to be able to do 28 pull-ups, are you still working strength or is it more muscular endurance and that specific movement? I believe it is the latter. So instead of just adding reps and reps and reps, use a double progression, which basically is taking both into account reps and weight. So what you do is you pick a rep range, usually a three rep range, and you start at the bottom with a certain weight that you can only do for the bottom rep. What I mean by this is maybe you take a range of six to eight reps, right? Six to eight. You have six, seven, and eight, and you choose an exercise. Let's say dumbbell incline press. You're doing a dumbbell incline press. You pick a weight that you can do six times, right? Maybe it's the 50s. You can do the 50-pound dumbbells six, six times, and that's your workout that day, right? Three sets of six or something with 50-pound dumbbells. The next workout, you try to add reps to that until you get get to eight for all the sets. And you continue with that same weight until you can get three clean sets at the higher rep range. So if you can do three sets of six right now with 50, you don't stop using 50s until you can get three sets of a good eight reps. And then you increase the weight to 55s and you're able to do six again, right? And then maybe the next week you can do seven, you still use a 55, so you're not at eight yet, and then you hit 
the 55 for three sets of eight and you can bump it up again. This is a similar method to to the micro increases as it's going to take a couple weeks or a few weeks even sometimes to build up to the level of increase. You're not going to be increasing your weight every single workout unless you're a beginner. You're not going to be able to go through this very fast. It's going to be up and down varying depending on your day and how you're feeling, but you'll be able to over time get a little bit better. Right. If you can do 50s for six, maybe in a few months, you'll be able to do 70s for six because you're able to build the reps and the weight over time. And you're actually building various rep ranges as well throughout that. So it's a method I really like and one that I really use because it's easy for people to understand. Right. People like to count. They like to have these numbers and they don't necessarily want to add weight all the time. So this is a way to kind of double progress them without scaring them off about adding weight all the time because some people don't want to do that. Probably one of my favorite methods and definitely one I use in my own training as well as clients. Those are the two ways, guys, adding weight, adding reps, plus weight, right? It's pretty simple, but progressive overload is king as far as getting better at anything is concerned. You can't get better. You can't get stronger. You can't build muscle. You can't get in better shape. You can't be a better you unless you are focusing on progressive overload and challenging yourself day by day, day excuse me, day by day, week by week and month by month, year by year, decade by decade, uh, you know, 20 year by 20 year windows. Unless you're doing that, you're challenging yourself, you're not improving, and that is the whole goal here, right? It's to improve ourselves, improve our fitness, improve our strength, and get just get better through progressive overload. Workout Wednesday. Thanks for joining me, everybody, for another Workout Wednesday. I appreciate each and every one of you and the support you've shown for the podcast. It's been awesome. If you guys just want to share the podcast with one person today, that would mean the world. Do it on Instagram, right? Just share the podcast. Tag somebody. Tag me. Say, hey, check out this podcast. Maybe you're going to get some coffee with a friend who also likes likes fitness and likes mindset and nutrition, is interested in it, say, hey, check out Fitness, Food, and Freedom. Just share it with one person this week and let me know who you shared it with. Go to Stoltz Fit on Instagram, S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T on Instagram, and shoot me a DM letting me know who you shared the podcast with this week and how you did it. That would mean a ton and it would really help the show grow. Thank you for all the support. And guys, I'll see you on Friday. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.